Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You are being watched. You're listening to the Television Archive. The show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Person of Interest. These people irrelevant. We don't. Hunted by the authorities. We work in secret. You'll never find us. But victim or perpetrator, if your number's up, we'll find you. Today we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 6, titled The High Road. Yet another very, very good episode uh, that once again puts a really clever twist on the person of interest formula. Because pretty much all of our stories that we have told in this world so far have taken place against the backdrop of... The city of the urban jungle. And that has been, like, where the stories have thrived. That's been where everything's been centered around. However, now we have to do the fish out of water scenario where our latest number lives and works and does his entire life, lives his entire life in suburbia. So now Reese has to spend time in suburbia and acclimate to suburban life because suburbs work a lot differently than the city. And we have to see him sort of change a lot of his tactics for that. And I especially love... (laughs) I especially love the fact that not only does Reese have to change his tactics... But he has to go undercover in a suburban home. <laughs> Try to act like just some random uh, suburban asshole. With Zoe Morgan as his wife. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. Undercover Reese is best Reese. This show is so good at finding ways... To make Reese as uncomfortable as humanly possible (laughs) in undercover settings. Between the last episode with the dating site deal. And now this, going into the suburbs with Zoe Morgan as his wife. It's so perfect. It's so utterly perfect. And I love everything about it. It is the best thing that could ever happen. Oh, it's so good. I especially love the moment where Zoe Morgan, for the first time, meets Detective Carter. And just to screw with Reese, she introduces herself as John's wife. (laughs) It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. I love everything about it. So much. It's, oh, it's so good. Anyway, so we get this undercover op in the suburbs, following our number, who by all accounts looks like just the most boring man ever. Like, he just, he owns a hardware store, 
He has a nice, quiet life with his wife and kid. Uh, he's good dad, good husband, good everything. Just a random, standard man. Nothing going on. But then... We find out that... This man... Has a death certificate. In other words... He changed his identity. Used a dead man's identity. As his own. So... For some reason... He had to, like, go off the grid. And then we see him bump into some dude on the street. And the dude's like, oh, sorry, Lloyd. This dude's name isn't Lloyd. It's Graham. Huh. Uh, Reese is able to get a print off of him from a barbecue beer bottle. Carter's able to run it, and lo and behold, it's this dude named Lloyd, who was part of a string of robberies where he was the safe cracker, and then just went off the grid. And just after he went off the grid, his crew got arrested because they didn't have a safe cracker, they got a lot sloppier, and they got caught. So, this dude had a very, very, very sketchy past, but seems to have left that all behind for this new suburban life. Until his old crew returns, making threats against him. They set his car on fire, they give him... Of really threatening phone calls. Did I mention they set his car on fire? Oh my god. (laughs) That scene was insane. That car fire scene is just... It comes so far out of left field. And it's so, so good. But anyway. They tell him to meet them. And they're like, hey. Because of you, we got caught. Because of you, we went to prison for 12 years, so now you owe us. You're going to do a job for us, or we'll kill your family. So, now he's under threat of this family he's worked so hard uh, to get. This life he's worked so hard to achieve. Literally, literally going up in smoke. Uh, These people he loves getting targeted because of a life they had no part of, don't even know about. And so we get this crisis of like, do I do this or do I not? Do I? And and Reese at one point thinks, okay, maybe we could like turn him into the cops, take him out of the equation. And Finch is like, no, we cannot do that. We could break up this family. That's out of the question. But then, he ends up making the decision for Reese and Finch. He goes off and does the heist. Leaving behind a note for his wife saying, 
hey, just so you know, this is my past, this is who I really am, this is what I did. Like, explaining everything. So we get the heist sequence, which is so exhilarating and perfect and amazing. This crew goes into this uh, apartment with a safe full of all these jewels. They go in, have masks for everyone except Graham. It is pretty obvious at this point that they do not plan on keeping him alive. This is why his number came up. They do not plan on letting him live beyond this heist. Uh, But we get this big, tense moment where he's being forced to crack this safe. Uh, A bunch of people in the apartment there for like a party or something are being held hostage. All while Reese is trying to get up there and trying to stop it all and save Grant. We get this amazing moment, by the way, where Zoe Morgan gets Reese into the building by promising one of the tenants that she knows prostitutes. No prostitutes happen. <laughs> this man does not get a prostitute. And then he just repels down to down to the apartment takes out one of the guys while he's on his own and just takes his get up and his mask and all that slips in undetected one of the hostages while the gunmen aren't looking trip a silent alarm And then all hell breaks loose. Graham at that moment is like, hey, we're going to get caught. Do you want to go to prison again? I'm not doing this. And his crew's like, hey, no, 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 no. You're doing it. You're doing it. You're getting us this. Like, you're getting all of it. Do it. And then eventually he cracks open the safe and immediately, surprise, surprise, gun to head. This is when Reeves springs into action, uh, takes out everyone, uh, we get this big action-y moment, uh, Graham is able to get the gun from this dude, put the gun at his head, and Reese is like, hey, no, don't do it. Like, no going back from that, like, you, be, be the better man, be the person who doesn't sink to his level. And eventually he's able to convince Graham that he doesn't want to kill this man. That he just uh, wants him to go to prison again. And so Reese is able to get Graham out of the apartment before the cops show up. But then Graham's like, you know what? I'm done running. I'm going to turn myself into the police. And he does. Like, he does the honorable thing and fesses up to his actions in that past life of his. And it ends up working out. He turns state's witness in order for a reduced sentence. 
Uh, the judge deems him not a risk to society, so he's just under house arrest with, like, a little anklet. Uh, his wife and kid don't hate him. They are still by his side, even knowing what he did in his past. Everything has just worked out for this guy. Post-heist. It's, it's wonderful. Like, it's a wonderful, happy ending. And then, of course, like, Reese and Zoe Morgan, they move out of that suburban home. They get a quote-unquote divorce, (laughs) as they joke around. Uh, And everything's all good. Uh, We, by the way, have to mention this. Throughout this episode, we get flashbacks to how Finch met Grace. How Finch met his former fiancé. And, turns out, the machine set him up. Yeah, turns out, while the machine, while Finch was testing the machine, the name Grace Hendricks just kept popping up and popping up, and Finch is like, hey, why? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? What are you doing? Why Why you keep giving me this name? There's, like, nothing special about her at all. She's just totally, uh, like, nothing, and there are no anomalies of her, and she's just wonderful. And then eventually Finch catches on and talks to her. And then, of course, we know the rest of the story from there. Like, it's a wonderful flashback storyline. It's really, really nice. It's really, really nice and great, and I love it. Uh, so, yeah. Solid episode all around once again. Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in. As well, it's as simple as just to push up a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time, if you feel so inclined, to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash ThomasClark, pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. If you become a patron, you can also gain access to the Television Archive Supplemental, which... Uh, I will put up there once every month. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support this show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 7. Talk to you then.